The week on the markets has started in what's best described as cautious mood. It's after a rally on Wall Street on Friday that saw the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq rise after US jobs data showed new highs increased more than expected in May. The headline figure boosted investor morale as it signaled resilience in the US economy and importantly eased concerns a little over a possible recession. Although it did make it now more likely the US central bank, the Federal Reserve, will need to continue to raise interest rates if it wants to bring down inflation. Markets are forecasting a 31% chance of a Fed interest rate rise this month, up from 25% last Thursday, according to data from Refinitiv. In Europe, Christine Lagarde, president of the European Central Bank, is set to voice her views on the Eurozone's path for monetary policy in Brussels later on Monday. In the commodities markets, the benchmark Brent crude oil price briefly jumped after Saudi Arabia said it would cut oil production by a million barrels a day in order to prop up prices. The cuts would initially be for July, but may be extended, the minister said. Asia's markets were broadly up. That included Japan's benchmark topics stock index, Australia's S&P 200 and Hong Kong's Hang Seng. China, though, went the other way. The index of Shanghai and Shenzhen listed stocks down despite a positive economic reading from the Services Purchasing Managers Index, which signaled sharper growth for the country's service sector in May. Official media in China called on investors to have faith in the country's domestic stock market, with the state-run Economic Daily suggesting that clear-headed understanding, staunch confidence, resoluteness and patience were the chief responsibility of all market participants. On UK markets, Deborah Crew, interim chief executive Diageo, the maker of Smirnoff Vodka and Johnny Walker Whiskey, has taken over a month earlier than expected, with long-standing boss Sir Ivan Menzies in hospital recovering from surgery. Other stocks to keep an eye on this week include troubled transport operator First Group. Recently stripped of its TransPennine Express contract in and out of Manchester, Leeds and Liverpool, it releases its full year results on Thursday. Just before the government announced that it wouldn't be renewing the contract, First Group had said that profits for the year were set to surpass previous targets after a pickup in bus and train demand. It also said adjusted operating profits for the 2023 financial year would be above previous guidance. After the announcement on TransPennine, which now means the UK government controls four out of six of its train companies, First Group said it was disappointed to lose the contract, but said it didn't expect to to incur material costs. But it's worth noting that the TransPennine contract contributed £416 million to the £4.6 billion of revenue generated in 2022. Results are also due out from British American Tobacco and Wizz Air. And with the all-important summer holiday season on the horizon, all eyes will be on whether the cost of living crisis is prompting travellers to trade down. If that's the case, Wizz Air, as one of Europe's largest budget carriers, could be in for a bumper summer season. Wizz Air's full year results are due out on Thursday. And Spain's Inditex, owner of fashion chain Zara, is due to give its quarterly update on Wednesday. Now, double-digit sales and profits last time around pleased investors. The question now is whether it's kept going or cash-strapped consumers are now tightening their purse strings. Over in the US, former Republican Vice President Mike Pence is expected to launch a presidential bid against his former boss, Donald Trump. And there are a couple of reports to watch out for this week. The World Bank unveils the summer edition of the Global Economic Prospects on Tuesday, and the OECD releases its economic outlook on Wednesday. 
Here in the UK, the release of the Halifax House Price Index and the one from the Royal Institute of Childhood Surveyors too will be closely watched, not least by the 100,000 or so homeowners who are about to see their monthly repayments rise when they renew their deals. And that's after a weekend when Santander, the UK's third largest lender, took the highly unusual step of hiking rates on a Saturday as fears over inflation and cost of living pressures grow. And finally, is the writing on the wall for UK business lobby group, the CBI. While its members vote on Tuesday on its programme of change, after an exodus of members following allegations of sexual misconduct, the British Chambers of Commerce has revealed the formation of a new council. And, as we know, timing is everything. So, keep your eyes peeled for more from the new group, which is promising to design and drive the future of the British economy. Oil giant BP and hotel group IHG are two of the quote-unquote prominent UK business leaders that have already joined. Meanwhile, though, Siemens, the German conglomerate, isn't giving up on the CBI. It's urging other members of the lobby group to back it, and so far has the support of US tech group Microsoft and Esso Petroleum, a British subsidiary of energy giant ExxonMobil. So watch this space. And that's it for me for this week. Have a good week. Thanks for watching. Please note that the value of investments and the income from them can go down as well as up, so you may get back less than you invest. Investors should note that the views expressed may no longer be current and may have already been acted upon. This information is not a personal recommendation for any particular investment. If you are unsure about the suitability of an investment, you should speak to one of Fidelity's advisors or an authorised financial advisor of your choice. Overseas investments will be affected by movements in currency exchange rates and investments in emerging markets can be more volatile than other more developed markets. Reference to the specific securities should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell these securities and is included for the purposes of illustration only. Tax treatment depends on individual circumstances and all tax rules may change in the future. Withdrawals from a pension product may not be possible until you reach age 55, 57 from 2028. This podcast may not be reproduced or circulated without prior permission. No statements or representations made in this podcast are legally binding on Fidelity or the recipient. This podcast is meant only for UK residents and does not constitute an offer or a solicitation in any jurisdiction in which it may be unlawful to make such an offer or solicitation.